Remember to also check out the Sunday School video for today. Today we're going to be looking at the Passover and its meaning for us even today. Give ear, O heavens, and I will speak, and hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. For I proclaim the name of the Lord, ascribe greatness to our God. For He is a rock, His work is perfect, for all His ways are justice. A God of truth and without injustice, righteous and upright is He. Give ear, O heavens, and I will speak, and hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. For I proclaim the name of the Lord, ascribe greatness to our God. For He is the rock, His work is perfect, for all His ways are justice. A God of truth and without injustice, righteous and upright is He. Years when we've been there ten thousand 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 years when we've been there ten thousand
next holiday that's going to be coming up in the United States for us is Thanksgiving Day. And, you know, for many of us, we think about that time as, as a time in which we as a family can gather together and, and share a meal. That, that's what we think about. But, you know, let's also kind of realize that it's even more than that. You know, it literally, the, the word Thanksgiving, it means the giving of thanks. That, that's what it has to do with. And for us as Christians, we have so many reasons to give thanks to our God for everything that he has done for us. And I want us to look at, at a psalm in the Bible, Psalm 100. And it gives us a reason to be thankful, several reasons for us to give thanks to our God. Let's look at that together. Psalm 100 in its entirety reads like this from verses one to five. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Now, in this lesson specifically, not that I'm trying to take away from the first three verses, but I really want us to focus on the last two verses. When we look at verses four and five, we see how we should be approaching God. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise, give thanks to him and praise his name. Now, you know, that's a lot to consider right there about just how we should approach God and how we should be giving thanks to him and how we should praise his name. But we also have in verse five, the reason for this. Why is that? For the Lord is good, his love endures forever, his faithfulness continues through all generations. Let's take a look at each one of these three qualities that God has, that he is good, his love endures forever, and his faithfulness continues through all generations. The first one is that the Lord is good. Now, there's any number of passages that we could look at in the Bible that talk about how good our God is. But what I want to do is I want us to take us uh, all the way back to the very beginning. In fact, in Genesis chapter 1, we read in verse 31, this is after he has created all those things, after all the days of creation, God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. But you know, if you open up your Bible, and if you look at that, that very first chapter, you find out that God says that what he makes is good. You know, because our God is involved in the things that are good. Our God, everything about him is good. And he has his hand in those things that, that we come in contact with that are good. We see that, you know, if you're looking at it here, the times that God says uh, his creation is good, he says it some seven times in Genesis chapter one. He says it in verse four. He says it in verse 10, in verse 12, in verse 18, in verse 21. And he says it in verse 25. And then, of course, here in verse 31, he says of everything that he made, it was very good. All those other times he just says that he saw that it, what he made and it, it was good. But this time in verse 31, he says that it was very good. That's because everything that our God does, everything that he has his hand in is very good. Our God is good. Our God is great. But you know, that also kind of comes to, to, to make us wonder. Can we see God whenever things are bad? Can we see the good 
within the bad. Because also from the book of Genesis, we find out that Joseph was able to do that very thing. Let's look at the very last few verses of Genesis um, to be able to find out about Joseph and what happened to him. Remember that Joseph was that, uh, really, we kind of think about him as the boy who received that coat of many colors. But you know, even whenever he was a young man, his own brothers betrayed him. And in the course of all these different events, I mean, it was literally one bad thing after another. And yeah, there was some good things. And we can look at that and we can say, oh, well, you know, God was with him and God raised him up in, in various times. And God did all that. But I mean, let's face it, Joseph's life for the large part of it was bad. A lot of bad stuff happened to him. But yet Joseph, in the midst of that bad, he was still able to see good. He was still able to see the hand of God. And I think this is a lesson that we need to learn. You know, maybe right now we see, we, we look around at the world and we see a lot of bad. We see a lot of things that aren't going the way that it, they should be. Can we learn the lesson of Joseph? Can we learn the lesson of Genesis and see that our God is good and the things that he does, they are also good. In Genesis chapter 50, verses 19 through 21, this is Joseph talking to his brothers. Now he's already talked to his brother and he's already essentially said the same thing earlier, but he's reminding them again that he still feels this way. So now this is what we read here, verse beginning in verse 19. But Joseph said to them, don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So then don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. And he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. This is what Joseph was able to learn. He was able to learn that his brothers intended to harm him. In fact, really, if you kind of go back and read the text, they intended to kill him. But it's only because they kind of talked one another into a different chain of events uh, carried out. But they intended to harm him. But God intended it for good. This is how great our God is. He can take the worst of a situation and he can turn it around into something good. He can turn it around into something great. And we see this so many times, you know. Fasting, uh, fast forward into the New Testament, and we find out that whenever Jesus was crucified on that cross, that's bad. Everything that was leading up to that is horrible. But yet, God accomplished so much good through that act. Our God is able to do that. He is able to intend these things to work together for some good. That is our God. The Lord our God, He is good. The second reason that we can give thanks uh, for our God and to our God from Psalm 100 is that his love endures forever. Have you thought about the love of God? You know, this is one of those qualities that the Bible actually tells us that, you know, God is love. The Bible tells us a few different things about God, but God is love. We also find out that his love endures forever. We see this in many passages throughout the scriptures, both the Old Testament and the New. I want us to take a look just a little bit at, at Psalm 136. Now, what this psalm does, and let me explain what you see before you on this screen. What you see is every single one of these verses, it says, like in verse 1, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. But then the next phrase, it also will say something, and then it repeats that, that line, His love endures forever. So everything about this whole chapter, it goes into to one type of phrase of the first part, 
And then the last part says, his love endures forever. Now, historically speaking, uh, it seems that what they did is they would kind of go back and forth with, you know, someone who was reading this psalm, so to speak, and the congregation would respond with his love endures forever. Now, obviously, uh, over this video, we can't really do that, you know, that, that back and forth type thing. But I want you to think about this phrase. And I know that it's kind of weird because whenever we see something like this, we keep hearing this phrase, his love endures forever. And to us, we, we kind of think, oh, this is this is getting a little, you know, monotonous. And, and I don't know that I want to, you know, keep saying the same phrase or something like that. But let's make sure that we remember what the phrase is and what the phrase is saying. We are saying that God's love endures forever. And in that, the first few verses, this is how the psalm goes. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His love endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders. His love endures forever. Who by his understanding made the heavens. His love endures forever. Who spread out the earth upon the waters. His love endures forever. Who made the great lights. His love endures forever. The sun to govern the day. His love endures forever. The moon and stars to govern the night. His love endures forever. And the psalm continues on. You know, right here, we, you kind of are just getting into the beginning of creation and everything that God did. But it goes on and it, it kind of mentions some of those various ways in which God showed his love to his people. How he provided them a way out of the land of Egypt with that exodus and, and those events that we read about in that book. And, and we see time and time again how God brought his people through very difficult times. Our God is good. His love endures forever. Our God is love, and he most certainly does endure forever. And you go all the way through this psalm, and it ends kind of the same way that it begins. In verse 26, we read, Give thanks to the God of heaven. His love endures forever. We have reason to give thanks. We have reason to be thankful for all the things that God has done. His love endures forever. That's one of the reasons to give thanks. And we know how deep our Father's love is. Because, you know, we also have the rest of the story, not just in the Old Testament. I think it's amazing how many times you see that they were able to praise God because he's good. Because his, his love endures forever. But now in the New Testament times, we see the rest of the story. We know how deep the Father's love is because of what he's done and how he has repeatedly shown his love, that love that endures forever. The beloved passage, John 3, 16. I hope by now it's not something new to you. You know, I hope that you even have this verse memorized in, in some translation. But John 3, 16 in the NIV, it reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. This is the love of God that endures forever. The love of God is, is so much so that he gave his one and only son, his, his unique son, his special son, Jesus Christ. He gave his son so that whoever, that means anybody, any of us who believe and who have faith in Jesus Christ, we have no reason to perish and we have every reason to have eternal life because God's love, it endures forever. And we see that love in Jesus Christ. We see that, that he gave his life 
for us so that we can have life. We can have eternal life. God's love, it endures forever. And because of that, we can give thanks. We should give thanks. But there's also another reason in Psalm 100 for us to give thanks. And that is his faithfulness continues. And specifically in that phrase, it says that his faithfulness continues through all generations. Now, as far as the examples about God's faithfulness, I mean, they kind of overlap with all these other things. You know, anytime that you can see that God is good, anytime that you can see that his love endures forever, you also are seeing this faithfulness of God because God is faithful. I mean, going back into the Old Testament, all the way back into the book of Genesis, you find out that God makes promises that sometimes even those people that the promises were made, they weren't the ones that necessarily saw it. But generations later, they saw the fulfillment of those promises. That's because God is faithful in what he says. There's so many examples throughout the Old Testament, even from the very beginning. And there's also so many uh, examples in the New Testament as well. You know, for example, one, one chapter that comes to my mind that really has a lot of these examples is found in Hebrews chapter 11. Now, this is known as the, the chapter of faith. And usually we look at it, and usually I even look at it in the sense of it is the faith of God's people. And it's the, it's the faith of people acting in, in their faith in God. Okay, that's how we look at it. But you know what? It actually shows us not only humans' faith, but also the faithfulness of God, because he repeatedly helped us as humans along the way from the very beginning. That, that's what Hebrews 11 kind of talks about. In fact, Hebrews 11, it mentions um, several, some, I think it's uh, about 11 or so examples specifically mentioned. And then, then it even mentions some other people. It mentions some other ones by name and their faith. But then it also mentions just kind of other um, kind of generic type of statements in which God showed his faithfulness, but also how their faithfulness uh, worked in uh, with God as well. Because his faithfulness, it does continue through all generations. And we are living proof of that. Because any times that we read about like the Psalms and, and you know, even this, this chapter here of Psalm 100, uh, a lot of that, it deals with God's faithfulness to Israel. But you know, we're not Israel, but God is still faithful to us. That's because his faithfulness continues through all generations. And I want us to look at one of those Psalms, uh, a different one, not just Psalm 100, although definitely that, that gives us some, uh, some reason to be thankful because of his faithfulness. But then I also want us to take a look at the very shortest chapter in the entire Bible. That is Psalm 117. You know what it says? This is it. Just two verses. Now, I know Psalm 100 was even, you know, it's only five verses, so it's, it's pretty short. But two verses, this is the shortest chapter. And it says, Praise the Lord, all you nations. Extol him, all you peoples. For great is his love toward us, and the faithfulness of the, of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. So the very shortest chapter in the entire Bible. It talks about you know, God's love. Did you notice that? That's not really what we're looking at right now. We're looking at his faithfulness. But it does talk about that love. Well, that's what we just looked at before from Psalm 100. So Psalm 119, I'm sorry, 117, it repeats that about his love toward us. Then it also says that his faithfulness, that it endures forever. I don't believe it's by accident that the very shortest chapter, it says these very things. You know, this is so important that his love, about his love toward us, about his faithfulness, that truly does endure forever. These are reasons that we can give thanks to God. So whenever this Thanksgiving, you know, season comes around and whenever we are, are giving thanks 
let's remember these reasons to give thanks. And I want to remind you of those reasons again by looking at the entire text of Psalm 100 again. And that is how we're, we're going to end this lesson with Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. We can always give thanks and praise to our God. He is good, his love endures forever, and his faithfulness continues through all generations. Oh